And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Mythbits. Hey everybody, and welcome to the World of Mythbits. I am your host, Stephanie Barty. How has your week been? Mine has been wet. <laughs> it's rained a lot this week. Um, and when it wasn't raining, I wasn't paying attention because I was busy writing. And when I wasn't busy writing, I was busy working on the magazine. So I didn't see outside much, but when I did actually look up from my computer screen. It was raining. Don't mind me, I'm just getting comfortable on my bed. Because you know I podcast from the boudoir. That's my office, so to speak. Um, my hair stuck to me. Just got out of the shower, so I'm clean and not sweaty yet, but it's coming because it is 90 degrees here with the humidity and the humidity sitting last time I checked, I think it was between 65 and 70%. So yeah, it's sticky. You don't even want to touch yourself, <laughs> but it was a lovely shower and I'm clean again. So yay me. I'm sorry if you can hear the fan buffeting in the background, but like I said, it's 90 degrees here. I usually turn the fan either off or down low, but again, I'm going to say it. Yes, I am. It's 90 degrees here. Not happening. I mean, 90 degrees to some isn't hot, but when you factor in 65% humidity, it's like breathing water. Now, it wasn't as bad as the other day. The other day, um, it literally felt like I was breathing water. And, I mean, you moved and your skin just, you were just damp. And I checked the humidity, and it was actually at 91%. Oh, that was a, a sit on the couch. And Yes, CJ's saying hello. Hello, CJ. Say hello. Hello, CJ. Hello. See, I talk to him, and he doesn't say anything. When I ignore him, he interrupts the podcast. Anyway, that's my mascot, CJ. What a weirdo that he is. As I was saying, um, yeah, that was 91% humidity. Uh, it rained, which didn't do much. Um, didn't rain for very long. And even the birds looked wilted. <laughs> they weren't flying around much. They were just kind of wandering around the backyard in the shade. And uh, it, was, it was a sit on the couch and binge watch um, The Musketeers on Netflix. And not move and try and catch any breeze. I have a ceiling fan right above the couch. So where the couch, well, it's kind of about two feet on the ceiling, about two feet from where the couch sits on the floor. So where I sit on the couch, you get, oh, excuse me, you get the breeze from the ceiling fan. And then there's another ceiling fan on the other side of the living room. That's my thing where the couch is situated. It used to be in between the two ceiling fans, and I would call that my central air. 
because I was in between the two. Yeah, you know, you get it. Anyway, so yeah, it was a it was a hot day, and uh, I didn't envy my husband who was at work in a factory because it's a hot day when it's minus thirty outside in a factory. And yeah, I, he came home and you could see the salt stains on his shirt because he has a penchant for black. Um, he was a little roasty toasty at work, so. But he mentioned the humidity tonight when he left for work. He wasn't out the door 10 minutes. And I was just settling into the nice peace of the house. And, you know, you get that, at least I do, um, that shiver up the back of your spine when you realize I am absolutely home alone. Are the doors locked? Do I need to lock the windows? Where's my ghosty kit? And how quickly can I get to the salt? Um... And he, my phone dings, and uh, I check it. <laughs> it's, a, it's from my husband. All it says is, holy humid. And it, you know, and like, yeah, yeah, 65. And I checked the temperature, and it was 79. But with the humidity, it feels like 90. Now, this whole feels like thing just... Now, if it feels like 90, it's 90, dude. Because if it feels like 90, it's 90. 90. Hot. Anyway. So that's my little spiel on, not my week, but uh, sort of my week. Um, podcast came out this week that I was on as a guest and it was a lot of fun doing the podcast. Um, it was a podcast called the delivery bros and I'd never heard of the podcast before, um, I was speaking with a publicist, looking into hiring a publicist. And unfortunately, once I sat down with my husband and we crunched the numbers, um, because I'm not working full-time right now, it, the money's just not there to hire him at this time. But he did put me on this podcast uh, as a show of good faith. And Anthony's a hoot. I had a lot of fun. And uh, really enjoyed doing the podcast. And it was it was kind of interesting because I'm so used to doing podcasts now. I think we're... Did I say we're, what episode we are? I hope I did. If not, we're six minutes in and welcome to episode 43. <laughs> uh, Dave's probably for the last six minutes going, you didn't say the episode. You didn't say the episode. What episode number is it? You didn't say... <laughs> there you go, Dave. Um... And I've been on a couple of podcasts within our network. I was on um, Member of the Month, which I was hosting to begin with. And Mike got to interview me because my story won Member of the Month, The Huntress. And then I did um, one with The Mythmaster, which, you know... I escaped. I broke him. Remember that. I broke him. And I recently did um, My Public Life as an American Nerd with David K. Montoya. And had a lot of fun on that one. Uh, Dave and I always have fun when we get, get chit-chatting. And that was all about... Um, I actually found out I was... A few things. I found out that... Uh, my book is now going to be a pocketbook. Um, yay! And uh, 
couple other fun things. Um, and the pocketbook will be available at PCE February 8th, 2020 in High Valley at the Toyota Pavilion. I think that's what it's called. You can find all the information on PCE on our Facebook pages. We have all the information there. But uh, you saw I was, I was on that. But I haven't been on a complete strangers podcast before. Um, I was interviewed at the Elmvale Street Fair. It was like a five minute, you know, who are you? Why are you here? What are you, you know, selling type deal. And uh, so I went on this podcast and I didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't know the host from Adam and he really didn't know me either. We hadn't really chatted much. I mean, he knew I was an author. He knew I wrote a book and that was about it. So kind of went into this just shooting the breeze and <laughs> uh, my stories um, apparently are funny. I've, I've led a hilarious life. Um, didn't seem hilarious at the time, but telling the stories now and I look back on it like, yeah, somebody should make a sitcom out of that because I've, yeah, I've done some, some pretty interesting things in my life, survived some pretty interesting things in my life. That was one of the questions he asked me was, how are you still alive? Uh, I was explaining to him this pastime that we used to do when we were teenagers called shagging cars. And I mean, I'm sure the terminology is regional, different areas call it different things, but anybody who was a teenager in the eighties and lived in an area that got snow and had snowy roads knows what shagging cars is. Maybe not necessarily that term. But anyway, what you do is you duck down behind a snowbank and you wait at a stop sign and you wait for a car to come up and you duck in behind the car and you grab on to the bottom of the bumper. Now, the best footwear to do this in were um, like the, the Nike high tops or um, the high top red canvas, sneaker style, shoes, something with a very fine tread or, you know, if your shoes are really old, no tread at all because you got better slippage. And you would hang on to the bumper and the cart would drive and you would hang on and you would go for a ride down the street. That's how a lot of us got home before, you know, curfew. <laughs> And I, like I said, I am not recommending this. I'm not telling anybody to like, do, do what's the disclaimer. Don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. It was a stupid thing to do. And, but yeah, that's what we did. And it was called shagging cars. And I'll be honest. It was a thrill. <laughs> it really was a thrill. Unless you got onto the wrong side of the car, because some makes and models, they, they move the exhaust from it was on one side or the other and if you weren't paying attention to the kind of car that was coming up and where the exhaust was rising because you're trying to be quick you don't want the driver to see you like you, you're trying to do this without the driver seeing you ducking down behind his car and hanging on because if he sees you he's not going to go he's going to stop he's going to get out he's going to yell at you if he's my dad he'll chase you and you'll be in trouble 
So if you ended up on the side of the car where the exhaust was, the ride was very short. <laughs> you let go and it was over. So, but yeah, he, uh, he was called the delivery bros. And I don't know where the bros comes in because there was only one person, me and, and Anthony. So I didn't, I didn't get to meet his bro. <laughs> but he told me at the beginning that, you know, it's anything goes, anything on the table and just be yourself. I warned him at the beginning of the podcast that being myself might get him into trouble. And the first thing he says to, in, at the beginning of the podcast is, you know, I'd like to welcome our guest from lovely California. And I had to correct him and tell him, no, no, I'm from Canada. So, <laughs> and then the podcast just went from there. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. But uh, that came out this week on Wednesday. And I actually got... My first piece of fan podcast fan mail from that podcast. So that was that was interesting, and it was a nice thing to wake up to. You know, I mean, she doesn't. This, I don't know who this person is, and they haven't read any of my works because they just heard about me on this podcast. But they enjoyed my personality on the podcast. So like, cool. All right, this is kind of made my day. I was in a happy, happy little for the rest of the day. Um, speaking of fan mail, I did receive a piece of fan mail recently. I get the odd piece here and there, and most of the time, if it's something you know regarding the book, um, I will get a private message on my public Facebook page. Um, but I don't usually get fan email and I got an email earlier in the week and I had spoken to this young girl at, uh, the tall ships for quite a while. I talked to her and her grandmother. Now her grandmother was going to buy my book for her. And, um, at first I didn't realize it was for her. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what it's about. And, you know, there's ghosts and pirates and magic. And she was all into into it. And her grandmother said, okay, I'm going to buy your book. And I said, okay, who do I make it out to? And she says, my granddaughter. Hold on, I said, how old are you? And um, I think she was 12 or 13. And I told them, I'm sorry, but if this is for you, I can't sell it to you because it is not age appropriate. I mean, it's not your, your typical Harlequin romance, but there is an adult scene and I don't shy away from descriptive words. So the grandmother was very thankful. I gave her my card and, um, she was very thankful that I was, you know, honest and, and, and I stood and I talked to this girl for quite a while. Um, she has a YouTube channel. And um, it's called Becoming Blakely. And she sings and, and, and does, and she's got an incredible voice. She really does. And uh, we were talking about being yourself and not changing because people think you're different or people think you're weird. Like something I've always said, even before, 
you were seeing it on t-shirts and, and it became a popular catchphrase. I've always embraced your weirdness. And I told this girl that, you know, be who you are because that's what makes you you. Don't lose that uniqueness about yourself because that's what makes you you. You don't want to be a cookie cutter person exactly the same as everybody else. Because then we're just like, you're just a cookie cutter person. Um, and to try and catch them at that age when it's peer pressure and bullying, you get ostracized and picked on and centered out for being different. And to see this young girl embracing that and, and fully being like, she looked right. I was, oh yeah, I'm weird. I am proud to be weird. It was, I wanted to hug her. It was great because I wish somebody had have been there when I was her age to tell me the same thing. Because let me tell you, things would have been a lot different. Um, I'm myself now. I fully embrace my uniqueness and my weirdness and sometimes to the chagrin of my family when we're in public. I have no problems breaking into song in the middle of the grocery aisle. Like the meme says, if they didn't want you to dance in the aisles at the grocery store, why are they playing music? I will dance in the aisles. I will sing the songs. A friend of mine, actually, we were in a Wendy's and we were standing in line and air supply all out of love came on and much to the mortification of the other friend that we were with dana and i serenaded her in line waiting to order our burgers we sang air supply all out of love with all of the 80s angst and feeling that you put into an air supply song oh yeah arm gestures the whole night I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that. I'm not afraid to be that person because I am that person. But I wasn't always that person. I would, you know, wear the bows in my hair because that's what was popular. That's what everybody wore. I would listen to the music that my friends listened to because that's what everybody was listening to. That's what was popular. That's what was liked. And you were, you know, accepted into the group because everybody liked the same thing and, um, you know, pretended to be a metalhead when I am most definitely not. I can appreciate some metal songs, but I am an 80s chick and I like country. I heard half of you groan. Um, Nobody told me to just be me. We were always told to just ignore it. It'll go away. Or, well, don't be so, don't be so out there. Try and be a little more reserved. Try and be friendlier. Try and be nicer. Smile more. Blah, blah, blah to fit in. I don't want to fit in. I want to stand out. And that's what I want kids to know today is you don't need to fit in. Don't fit in. Stand out. Be different. Be weird. Enjoy it. Be you. You want to climb that tree? Climb that tree. You want to sing in the middle of the grocery store while your 
picking up snacks for your sleepover, sing in the middle of the grocery store. Who cares? They're, those people's opinions don't matter. And when you're living an authentic, happy life into your 30s, and these people that snickered at you or sneered at you or pointed at you or told you to behave yourself, contain yourself, are miserable. You can look at them and go, hmm, maybe you should be you. You do you. I'll do me over here where it's fine. We have cookies. So that's my rant. But anyway, I got a lovely email from this grandmother of this girl that I had spent this time talking to. And Lally had come over and was talking to her as well. And um, I got a lovely email from this grandmother telling me, thank you very, very much for taking the time to speak to my granddaughter. That meant a lot to her and it meant a lot to me and it really had an impact on her. And I mean, I read the email three or four times. I sent it to a couple of people like, oh my God, look at this. And I cried. It made me cry because that's all I want to do, really. I want to write. I want to, I want people to enjoy what I write, but I want to touch people like not you know hands-on touching I want to reach people I want to affect people and if I can do that with just one person by talking to them sharing my story telling them you know what you can do this anybody can do this if you have a story to tell tell it if you want to write it down write it down if you can't write it down get somebody who can tell your story do what you want to do. If you want to write music, if you want to paint, if you want to do it, just do it. Like I keep saying, creativity doesn't need a degree. And here's something that uh, I'm probably going to get a little bit of flack on, but creativity doesn't necessarily need to have talent either. If you want to be creative and you have a creative idea, just do it. If you think it looks good, then that's all that matters. I have a big black shadow tree painted on my wall. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Some people would look at that and think, dear Lord, I would never have something like that in my house. How could you let her do that? But I had seen all these silhouette stickers that you could put on your wall to have this family tree that you could put pictures on. And I decided I'm cheap and I had a can of black paint and I had a pencil and I had a black Sharpie. So I drew the tree on in pencil, went over it with black Sharpie, outlined it with black Sharpie and then painted it in. And like I said, there are parts of the tree that look rather obscene. There are parts of the tree that curve beautifully and the branches just come up beautifully and and spiral out from there. And there's parts of the tree that are misshapen, but I love it. I think it's beautiful. And it's full of pictures of my family. I can't draw. I can't paint. 
but I wanted to do that, so I did it. I don't have any talent, but I did it anyway, because I wanted to do it. So you don't necessarily have to be this master of words or, you know, incredible artist or whatever. You have a creative idea. Do it. Just do it. Do it. I hadn't quite figured out what I wanted to talk about this week. Um, I was asked earlier, so what are you talking about this week? And I'm like, because uh, again, you know, I mean, come on, three, three weeks in a row, I actually remembered I had to do a podcast and did the podcast and actually sent the podcast to Dave before he had to remind me to do the podcast. So, I mean, come on, that was pretty good. Three episodes in a row. So, yeah, this week I forgot. <laughs> so I was watching, binge-watching Winona Earp on Netflix. And if you've never seen that show, um, it's actually filmed in Alberta, Canada. So the snow that you see in the show and the cold coming out of their mouth, like the breath that you see and the cold, and when they're shivering, yeah, it's real. Because it's flipping cold there in the wintertime. Um, but it's a really, really good show. She is the great, great, great granddaughter of Wyatt Earp. But, uh, yeah, check it out. I absolutely love it. I've seen all the seasons and uh, needed something to binge. I wrote well over 3,000 words in about two hours today. And that was added on to the almost 1,800. So in total, I have... 4,988 words. And I felt that was a good day, so it was time to treat myself and binge watch some Netflix. And I was going somewhere with this story. Oh, yeah. So I'm binging Winona, and I get a text message. What are you talking about in your podcast tonight? Uh, stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh crap, it's 8 o'clock and I gotta have a shower. Alright, one more episode, you know, shower and podcast. But it would be time to think about what I'm podcasting. And I still hadn't thought about what I wanted to talk about. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do what I do every week. Except on Magazine Week. I'm going to wing it. I don't have any special announcements this week. Which kind of surprised me. Um, I am going to take a moment right now, and I am going to, <laughs> I was, okay, I was watching the Carol Burnett show, The Lost Episodes, last night on Amazon Prime, and uh, I squeed when I found it, because I used to watch the Carol Burnett show with my dad and my mom every week when it aired, and it was a show that was very wholesome, it was a true variety show. They had skits, they had singing, um, and my favorite part of the show was at the beginning of the show when she would bring up the house lights so that she could see the audience, and she would talk to the audience and take questions from the audience, and um, I also liked at the end of the show, she would always tug her left ear, and that was a signal to her grandma that she loved her and she was doing all right, and I just, that was so touching, but I just, I love the Carol Burnett show, so... At the breaks, because it was filmed back in the 70s and, and 
and that before they would go to commercial, they would say, okay, the Carol Carol Burnett show will be right back after we pause for station identification. (laughs) So, at this point in the podcast, I am going to pause for station identification. Holy jumping, that was hard to get out. That was a chore and a half. All right. So, I'm taking a page out of Dave's book. He's been listing the podcasts that we have on our network. And I'm probably not going to remember them all. But here we go. We've got me, the world of Mythbits. We have American uh, my public life as an American nerd with David K. Montoya. I'm not telling you what days they come out on because I... I'm unemployed, so I don't know what day is what day. If it comes across my Facebook feed, then I listen. Um, we have Flashback Fridays, which I, comes out on Friday, obviously. We have um, Who's the Boss? And we have one of my, rapidly becoming one of my favorite podcasts on the network, Dispatches from Shed Quarters. And I think, I think, I think that is all that we have right now. If it's not, I'm going to hear about it, but I'm terribly... Oh, right! And we have the Mythmasters podcast, Mythmaster Unleashed, ah, which is the one that Dave keeps forgetting. <laughs> well, maybe he's not forgetting it, because it is exclusively to the magazine, but every time he lists them off on... Uh, his show, I'm like, but what about Mythmaster Unleashed? So, yeah, there you go, Mythmaster. I got your back. Even though you plan on attempting to take me out again. We shall see from September, shall we? We shall see. Anyway, um, you can find all of those posted on Facebook through our various outlets on Facebook. And... I should have probably looked up the web address. But you can find all of those on Stitcher, Google Play, um, Apple iTunes, and a few others. (laughs) I am totally unprepared for station identification. Holy jumping. So, okay, so we have all the podcasts. And we have the World of Myth magazine, which you can find at www.myth.com theworldofmyth.com with the world of myth bits which is me which is now which is what you're listening to and you can find that on twitter and facebook the same with the world of myth magazine on twitter and facebook and you can find me you can find dave you can oh we also have um the member of the month podcast now with rob bellamy and yeah so we have quite a few podcasts on the network right now, and they're all quality podcasts with quality podcasters. You'd almost think we knew what we were doing. <laughs> but, uh, so that, that's it for station identification. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> I really got to stop watching old 70s shows. I was happy, though. I used to love the Carol Burnett show. I would watch it, like I said, I watch it every week with my parents. And... I wanted to either be Carol Burnett or Lucille Ball when I grew up. I just loved their personalities. 
I loved their um, their sense of humor, and yeah, I wanted to be them. You know, being a redhead, eh, you know, you kind of gravitate towards the famous redheads to look up to as your idols, and those were two of mine. And I absolutely adored both of them. I thought they were hilarious. And I wanted to be as confident and as funny and and as happy as they were. I think I'm somewhere between Carol Burnett and... Uh, well, no, I don't want to say that because she's fairly controversial. Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> we'll just move on. I don't know. I don't know. What you, I, I can't really think of anybody to compare my personality to. I. Yeah, no. No, I don't know. If you know, let me know. If you, you think I, my personality is like, so can compare to somebody famous that you know, shoot me a line. Let me know. I'd like to hear from you. I really would. I would really like to hear from you. Nobody talks to me. I'm so lonely. Ah. I'm really enjoying my fan. I love my fan. My fan is my best friend. See, we don't have air conditioning. Because when we bought our house, our house was almost 100 years old when we bought it 20 years ago and it had a furnace and it was an old Edison furnace which I think was installed when furnaces first came out um, we did have our furnace replaced a few years ago and when the guy took the furnace out he said why are you replacing it well, you know, it's old, and and it was really old. I think it was about 30 or 40 years old, and, you know, you don't want to be in the middle of an Ontario winter up here in my area and have your furnace go out, because it gets cold quick in the house. It's very cold, very quick in the house. And it was starting to have some issues so we decided that we were going to replace the water heater because it had gone and the furnace at the same time. And, uh, yeah, so we got our new furnace and we never thought of having central air put in. We have really good window placement and the way the house is situated between the houses on either side of it, um, the back of the house is my bedroom windows are up above the one neighbor's garage and back from the second story of his house. So that I get the breeze that comes right across. And my other window is set back at the back of the other house on the other side so there's nothing blocking the breeze from coming in um so i get a lovely breeze in my room in both windows and 
downstairs, we've got the front door at the front of the house and the sliding glass door at the back of the house that has the screen door. And then we've got two windows at the front of the house. And then one, two windows on the side of the house. And then two windows in the kitchen on either side. So there's a lot of windows. So there's a lot of airflow. And then with the ceiling fans, it just keeps things comfortable and bearable. I think the hottest it got in the house um, so far this summer was 86, 87 degrees inside. And that was downstairs. So a little hotter upstairs, which is why I love my fan. And in my room, I have my upright fan and I have two ceiling fans plus my two windows. So I'm the kind of person that as long as there's air moving on me, as long as there's air blowing on me, I don't care if it's hot air, as long as it's air, I'm fine. I can handle it. Um, so yeah, we don't have air conditioning. So that's why I, I have a strong bond to my ceiling, to my, my fan, my upright fan. He's my friend. I call him George. <laughs> and we all fight for the fan. The way I've got it angled is it hits a spot on the floor for the dog. And it hits the end of the bed for the cat. And the rest of it is all for me. Blows in my face, which is lovely. And blows down, you know, my body on my legs. And keeps me nice and nice and cool. Well, not not always cool, but comfortable. Comfortable enough that I can go to sleep. Because if it's unmoving, stagnant air, I can't sleep. And I'm seriously considering taking my fan with me when I go to my sister's next week. This week? Oh, it's this week. Yeah, it's this week. Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday's the 11th anniversary of the death of my dad and I am my mom is picking me up and we're going to spend the afternoon together and then we're going to go up to Huntsville where my aunt lives and have dinner with her and her friends um taking business cards because you know I'm always on and then my mom said she's kidnapping me and going down to my sister's for a few days because my new niece or nephew will be arriving on the 22nd. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so I will be away from home. Uh, the next podcast will probably, will most definitely be coming to you from the backyard of my sister's house again. Or some room, somewhere in the house. Or could be coming to you from poolside. I think they got the pool heater fixed, so I could be podcasting poolside. Yay! Which reminds me, I have to find my bathing suit. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, going down there and going to see my grams because she's in a home down there. And uh, having a visit with her and maybe taking a day trip with my mom and going down to Niagara Falls. And I want to get a hold of a friend of mine um, who does a lot of spiritual work and spiritual readings. And I'll pop over and see him in St. Catharines 
and I want to pick up his book and have him sign it. He wrote a book on um, Harriet Mama Mama Wow, Harriet Mama Moses Tubman and the Underground Railroad. He has vast amounts of knowledge on this topic, and I've known him for about 15 years. So I want to support him as an author, and I want to buy his book, but I want him to sign it. Indeed, sign a book. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be fun. And it's just me going. My husband's not going because he's got to work, and my daughter's not going because she's got to work. But, you know, I'm unemployed, so I'm going. Go hang out with my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law and have a little mini vacation and still look for jobs. I'm thinking of starting um, and, and, and wow, my brain just went, we're done <laughs> and shut off. Oh, it's because we're 40 minutes in. So my brain's going, oh, we're done now. No, we're not. Um, I'm thinking of starting to offer um, editing services, proofreading services, um, ghostwriting. I do know somebody who is looking for a ghostwriter and had approached me. He's local. And at the time I was working and just didn't have time. So I'm, I'm thinking of going and um, approaching him again. And uh, trying to see what I can do um, if I can't create my own job, my own business, and uh, go from there and see how things go. And but I mean, there's a lot that I have to look into for that. Like uh, you know, what's the standard rate and. And, you know, be cheaper than that because I'm just starting out and I have no reputation as of yet other than through the magazine and um, what kind of software would I need and have business cards made, make a website, you know, all the stuff that goes into it. I don't think I'd have to make a website or a Facebook page, maybe. But, uh, yeah, so... I do stuff like that. I'm looking forward to doing this. Um... Holy jumping. I am completely just gapping out all of a sudden. Wow. And I haven't even taken my bedtime drugs yet. Yeesh. I'm doing a night market at the end of September uh, with Lally. She's the same person that I did the tall shits with. And we're sharing a booth. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. I just have to, I mean, it is the end of September, so I'm going to dig out some lights for the booth. Um, I'll have table lights by then because my mom bought me some. Because <laughs> my mommy loves me. And uh, I'll have to dress a little warmer than what I was for the tall ships because, again, it's the end of September. So when the sun goes down, it gets chilly. So looking forward to doing that. I went and I got the Square app for my phone. And I was kind of a little nervous about it because I was accepting credit card payments. 
but it hadn't verified my bank account yet. And I'm thinking, you know, if it comes back and says that it's unable to verify my bank account, I, I'm at like almost $250 in credit card sales on my square. I'm out that money. How do I get that money? So I was panicking a little bit. Um, and then I finally saw, you know, the one penny go in. And the one penny come back out because they do the micro deposits to make to verify. That's how they verify your account. And okay, so we've done that. And then it was still like, you know, the next day, still nothing, still nothing, still nothing. And, um, then I finally got the email. We have verified your bank account. This amount will be deposited into your account in the next one to two business days. Yay! So I went down to my vape shop the other day to get more juice. And I was telling him, because they, that's what they use at the vape shop is the square. and But they have the big thing that sits on the counter and you can tap or whatever. And I just have the app on my phone. So everything that I do, I was having to type in everything manually. And he's like, oh, hang on a minute. He went and got me the actual square. So now I can swipe cards. And I'm th- I was looking at it and like, no, I'm not going to get this, the, the thingy. I'll just type it in because I'm not sure where it's supposed to go. That was in your microphone jack. How weird is that? Like technology just amazes me sometimes. So I now have the square, which, you know, means have books, have checkout, will travel. <laughs> um, almost got myself divorced. Almost. Well, maybe not divorced, but I was very close to being killed. My, I'm going to, you all know, I'm going to California in February for um, Jay Zaman's Pop Culture Expo. And that's on February 8th, 2020, in the high desert. <laughs> and I was, my mom was talking to me and she's like, you know, do you want to come to Florida with me? I'm like, um, all right, when are you going? And she's like, well, I'm going for February and March. Well, when do you want me to come? Well, I want you to come for the entire two months. Well, I can't go in February or at the beginning of February because I'm going to be in California. And she's like, okay, well, we can figure out how to fly you from California to Florida after the expo and you can come and hang out with me. And, and I, was, I was all excited about this. And, and uh, my publisher was, was looking at setting up, um, getting me into some conventions down there and doing some book signings. And I was sitting here the other day talking to my daughter and I'm like, there's something I just, I can't go. I can't go. And there's, I just, there's a reason why I, and then it dawned on me. My anniversary is in March. Um, we got married in March and this year is our 20th wedding anniversary. <laughs> so I happened to mention that to my husband and I'm like, yeah, I can't go to Florida because it dawned on or, on me that that's our 20th anniversary and you might kill me and my husband just looked at me and you know smiled because he would never say anything he would let me go and be sweet and loving and supportive and kind because that's the kind of man that he is and he looked at me and he says yeah I was kind of wondering about that but I wasn't going to say anything I was just kind of thinking how you're going to call me on our 20th anniversary and I'm like okay I'm not going so yeah not going to Florida for for March not if I want to stay married 
And after 20 years, I really just don't want to have to retrain anybody. So, but I am going to California in February. And I will be somewhere between California and my home for my birthday. Um, there will be shenanigans, I'm sure. So, all right. I think I'm, I'm starting to stare off into space again. I'm going to wrap it up here and uh, call it a call her done. So check us out. Uh, check out the magazine. And we're still accepting submissions. We are accepting submissions right up to the 23rd. We want, I mean, we already have a jam-packed issue, which is fantastic. But we want as many stories in our anniversary issue as we can as we can possibly take and don't forget that this issue is not only coming out in our regular digital format online format that it comes out in every month but in the original online format that it came out in 15 years ago plus pdf form that you can purchase and print out yourself plus plus it's also coming out as a hard copy actual Hold in your hands, see your words in print, flip through the pages, magazine. So, if you want to see yourself in print, this is a good opportunity to do it. And submit it for free. Um, so, yeah, it's coming out September 6th. So, we are accepting submissions right up till the 23rd of August uh, and that'll give us two weeks to be able to pull everything together and polish it all up and make it pretty and do all the editing and Dave can do all the coding and yeah so if you want to send a submission go over to www.theworldofmyth.com and check out our submission guidelines and then you can shoot me an email at Stephanie Barty, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-B-A-R-D-Y at theworldofmyth.com. And you can get a hold of us on our Facebook page at The World of Myth Magazine or at the podcast Facebook page at The World of Myth Bits Podcast. We are also on Twitter under both those names, The World of Myth Magazine and The World of Myth Bits Podcast. If you want to follow me personally, you can find me at author Stephanie Barty on Facebook. On Twitter, I am at Lupa B. On Instagram, I am Stephanie Barty author. Or you can shoot me an email at stephaniebarty1972 at gmail.com. And if you want to read my stuff, Go on over to the magazine. I've got a whole ongoing series there and some poetry. And read everybody else's stuff too because we have a plethora of fantastic writers. Um, and if you want to read my book, you can go to Amazon. I'm on Amazon, Goodreads and Barnes & Noble. It's called Eternally Bound. And it is the first in the Bound series. And that is it for me for this week. I hope you all have a wonderful week. And I will chat with you next week. See ya.
world of myth bitch.